podcast officially sponsored by the Kyber Corporation. There are no others. And uh, I'm Sarah. Um, I, you, you, might, you might have heard me before on this podcast. This week we we watched some episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! They concerned the man, the bad man of Hiroto Honda. And not only did they concern Honda, their central theme, as it were, was in fact his absence, his loss. And as a story about the loss of Honda, one could consider it a sans Honda tale. Hmm. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> this rules. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm Dan, aka uh, Quark Voice Females. Ugh. Uh, fuck. I. Where did I write down my nicknames? Oh yeah, I'm Elliot, and I know a thing or two about dice. Ah, nice, nice, nice. And today we, yet again, have a very special guest. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Eddie, and I'm the Puerto Rican Joey Wheeler. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, my guy. It's facts. So what y'all think? (sighs) Alright. Hey, these were bad episodes. Hey, hey, y'all watch this shit every week? Hey, Dan and Uh, I don't. The first episode was bad. We watched the dub, the correct yeah, version. Yeah, we watched the fucking non horny th- four kids version, so you know what? I found them perfectly tolerable. I don't know, I just like it. I, I just like to take a fine uh, cultural, you know, touchstone such as Yu Gi Oh! in their original context <laughs> with my friends uh, Honda and fucking Otogi, Otogi, or whatever his name is. Oh! Yeah, this is a fuck. I, I like. There's a part of me that just gave up, uh, and in fact, instead of paying attention to these episodes, I just learned how to play Megalovania on the flute, as you can tell. It's kind of Did sick. really well. As a dub watcher, I can say that the first episode was regular bad, except for one bit, and the second episode was kind of bad, but in a fun way. Yeah, the f- the first one, as as... As someone who who's I, I was just I know the Yu-Gi-Ohs. I know Yugi is little and then he's big and there's a demon that lives in his uh, heart in his necklace and Kaiba's there. I know all this. Our friend Kaiba. Uh, it was easy to understand what was happening and I said this seems fine and then the rules just became fucking whatever and I was like yeah that's Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon baby. Oh, uh, Eddie, <laughs> what is your uh, history with the Yu-Gi-Oh series? I watched it as a kid and I watch. I remember. Uh, I did the the Duelist Kingdom. Uh, that's Pegasus, right? Yep. I did yeah. uh, ba- Battle City, Egyptian Gods, right? Yep. And then the computers after that. Well, here we are again. We dragged you that's, back into that's it. That's as far as I got was the computer. I feel like I feel like I have a memory of the last episode I ever watched of like Yugi and his pals running through a cave, and they were also doing that in this one. So it was like really just jumping right back in to an old to, to we, see an old we've, friend. 
we've come full circle. It's serendipity. The prophecy is complete. <laughs> uh, you have been called back. I knew this day would come. <laughs> Are you ready to step up to your destiny? I gotta. I gotta. I gotta duel. You gotta. <laughs> you do gotta. Uh, okay, what what were these called? Uh, 106. Uh, our version was called... Oh, even the title is bad. Oh, it was called A Man's Path, Honda's Honorable Defeat. Wow, so just a just kind of a lie in that it, it was title. It. Uh, yeah. Episode 9, Mechanical Mayhem, Part 1. Oh, that sounds fun. That's, that's way more fun. Yeah, maybe I should have watched the dub. Um, I'll, I'll see how I feel at the end of this. Recording. Okay. Uh, dub crew! Uh, yeah, uh, uh, with his grass and the the guys are being creepy towards Shizuka. It's bad. Um, I don't suppose it's any better in the dub. Sorry, this, I'm going to I'm going to I need to like. Sorry, I just need to take a moment to like get my energy up somehow. Because otherwise, this is going to be a rough one. Uh, does the dub say fair play, fair duel? Because I like that. It doesn't. I can't remember. It's just a splash it I- image of uh, Yugi. He's there and he has his hand out. And then in like a bad serif font, it says fair play, it, fair duel. It's like duel. a papyrus things, font or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, yeah. The first scene is uh, Duke, Tristan, Serenity, and some fucking straight people nonsense. Duke says Tristan has bad breath, which I thought was funny. I think... Yeah, Tristan lies his ass off about dueling. Uh, That's a little continuity. That's wild that they, like, remembered that Tristan a million episodes ago was like, yeah, I taught Joey everything he knows about dueling. Believe me, I'm Tristan. Believe it. Yeah, they say some stuff about how even though they're not duelists, they're gonna have to duel because there's five whole big five members and it's the math, baby. They're gonna have to duel. And get ready for that. Because it happens. Um, there's a door in the middle of the field. Standard. Uh, Shizuka goes ahead and opens it. Because uh, she's a girl and she's stupid or some shit she, like she, that. She read, she read the script and knew that whoever opened the door first would have to duel a robot general. So she said, I'll yeah. take this. I have to. It says so. Let me duel, please. We get a quick shot of like... This just, like, comes up every so often throughout the episodes. Uh, Tr- Yuki, Joey, and Tay are just, like, running through a cave trying to find uh, Serenity, and sometimes they, like, hear her say stuff. Yeah, guess where she is? She's in a cool room with a sick robot that I do like to look at. Yeah. I love Robot Knight. Every robot should look like this. Yeah, he looks it's cool. A, it's a good robot. Does he get a name in the sub? Uh, Yes. Oh shit! Let I me didn't see. Write it. I oh, just yeah, wrote no, down robot. Cool. I have uh, M- machine machine king. Oh yeah, I think well, it's the, machine king. The human king. in there, his name is Nesbit in the dub. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the, the former, former vice president of new technology, and uh, he just fucking loves building war machines. Like that's his whole deal. Yeah, he's got like this fully digitized voice and basically considers himself a robot. Which, like, if I uploaded myself onto onto a computer, I would probably sync that too because it's cool. Well, he was the factory's devil sergeant, so um, <laughs> he's kind of I'm allowed sorry, to do whatever now? he wants. Oh, uh, um, it, well, he was in charge of Kaiba Corporation's military production. He was known as the factory's devil sergeant. That's a hell of a title. 
So that's that's like a naked. That's not like an official position within Kybercorp. So I learned a lot about Kybercorp in this episode. It's, yeah, um, is it uh-huh. the wildest ki- ride you've ever been on, or what? So, uh, they they so he's he's a card baron, and he also just dabbles in like <laughs> military no, no, warfare no. His, and like tanks. His and shit. adopted dad goes a burrow. Who he okay. calls his stepfather, yeah, which is not right. Okay, um, that he uh-uh. did like fucking I don't know Lockheed Martin shit, like, um, uh-huh. and then Kaiba took over and was like, "Fuck it, we're making video games now," and fired everybody who was working on military stuff, and it rules. Okay, K- Kaiba rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's Praxis. It's, He's it the is. only valid millionaire. I mean, I guess the true way toward nuclear disarmament is just to turn all nuclear places into game places. War, war has changed. Now we fight with dual discs. Yeah. Now we now we die all our war in VR. It's Metal Gear. Yeah, they turned the game whose only way to win is to not be played and made it winnable. And also you feel the pain in real life. When you, oh, that's too. Eddie, speaking of speaking of war changing and fighting with dual discs now, I I don't know if Dan and Sarah, I don't know if you know this, but I'm just gonna let everybody know. Um, public service announcement. There's an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds where they go to like the Wild West and they draw these Yes, I know yeah, that one! People draw fucking Is that the they is draw that... guns and the guns it... turn into dual discs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that motorcycle Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, that's motorcycle Yu-Gi-Oh! I gotta watch that shit. God, the guns turning into dual discs is so it's great. Fun. Uh, uh, it, yeah. Revolver Ocelot twirling his two oh dual discs. Oh my god. When I... <laughs> you guys. When I, like, joined the friend group that I watched pretty much all the later series with, that was the first thing I ever saw, and it fucking ruled. Uh, <laughs> it sticks it? <laughs> oh. Eddie, I just thank you because I was in I was in a bad mood because these episodes were shit, and now I'm just thinking about Revolver Ocelot twirling multiple dual discs. Eighty and... cards, more than enough to kill anything that moves. Oh my god! <laughs> Everything is right with the world. Tristan and Duke like argue over who gets to duel. Uh, Duke is the only one here who actually is knows how to play the game, but Tristan wants to protect Serenity's honor or some shit like that. Mm. Duke is Duke has the fucking brain cell. This set of episodes, he's the only one with a fucking thought <laughs> in his brain. Yeah, uh, and then Nesbitt's like, "No, I'm gonna fight all three of you at once, including the female." Oh, hey, can whoever's editing make a sting for the female count that I've got going? Because that's female count number one. I've kept a running to- tally. Yeah, there's... <sighs> he just keeps calling her the female throughout the entire thing, and it sucks, and I hate it. The thing is, that's kind of... It almost... Like, that, that I feel like, is the worst thing, the sort of vague microaggression towards Serenity that happens in the dub. And honestly... I feel like you guys are kind of lucky because in the sub it's just constant. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I know. That's she why is constantly patronized. We didn't watch Constant. It. It's just, it's, mm, 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 Also, mm. hey, I gotta ask, in the um, sub, I'm really does, mad about in the it. sub, it feels like, in the dub, it feels like he was targeting Serenity a lot specifically. Did he, like, in the sub, did he specifically want Serenity's body? Uh, I 
wasn't I, actually really paying attention. I don't think it was... He wasn't like, mm, yes, I will have her body. I think he was just like, oh, she doesn't know how to play children's card games, so I'll Okay, I think because I figured that might mm, be like yeah, the poor kid's reason he was targeting her, and there was like a secret yeah. or one. No, yeah. I, I, I didn't okay, get that. Okay, good, good so. to know. Yeah, because... I'm... I also didn't get that. I wasn't watching. I like had to. I like literally. I did skim through the start of this duel because I could You're not. You're like watch when it. Eddie yeah. was watching the last um, season of Game of Thrones, and he's like, "I was asleep for this part." Oh no! I lived every second of it, uh, <laughs> and I can't forget it. Um, I, I wish I could. Yeah. So they <laughs> I didn't watch it twice, though. No. They all get like dual discs digitized onto them, and they have to pick their like decks and their deck masters. Uh, uh, just as a reminder, the whole thing with this arc is, like, you pick your cards from a list, and you have to pick a specific one to, like, represent you in the battle. And all the big five just turn themselves into a card and use that as their deck master. Uh, but as for the these guys, uh, let's see. Serenity picks a, a goddess with the third eye. Uh, Duke uses Strike Ninja, which was in the Dungeon Dice Monsters episode, and uh, and I believe Tristan took a Super Robo Cyber Yaro. Commander. Who I don't. I oh sorry, like, kind of yeah. robot dude. Yeah, Super Robo Yarrow. I forgot. And they Nesbit introduces some stakes there. They have to battle above a sea of radioactive waste. Which just looks like lava. It was okay, lava. Yeah, it I was lava. Figure, why is that? Why? I, is, why is that better? What the fuck? <laughs> it's still gonna kill you. Did they just like tint it no, green? No, they didn't. It's they just didn't even lava. tint it. it <laughs> I don't know why so they did it. Rules. Yeah, dude. I. Uh. Um. <clears throat> Uh, I do want to note that whenever they're like picking out their decks, Duke like picks all the vaguely dice related stuff. I don't know that what the fuck Tristan pays picked because he doesn't exist to me. And uh, she's a good just like picks kind of the cute ones, which the is only valid way to I mean, I mean, in the context of the episode, bad and patronizing, but is also literally the way I build decks in Magic the Gathering. If a card is hot, it's going in my deck, and I'm gonna lose with it later on, and it's valid. Hmm. Uh. So uh, let's see. Uh, Serenity plays, uh, I believe, uh, I got these names down, but I can't remember it. Um, she play, she plays Shadow Tamer, I think, but she plays it in attack mode, which you're not supposed to do, because if, if it gets destroyed, he'll, she'll just lose life points. Rookie mistake. So- It turns out later that she literally doesn't know that you're able to set the card on sideways, because no one bothered telling her this. Oh, yeah. And then it all, it's like- presented like oh she's so she's like dumb she's dumb because, because she nobody like, fucking it, explained how to use the piece of gajillion dollar technology that's been strapped to her but I, I feel like if i asked my dad how do you play a card in defense mode in Yu-Gi-Oh, he'd be like oh you put it sideways face down <laughs> yeah everyone knows this i i'm waiting for the deep uh deep mr colazzo lore where he was like at toys r us on saturdays like beating 12 year olds at Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh God, I, I it's it's unveiled to me in very infrequent intervals. So as soon as I get more info, I'll, I'll be on. <laughs> You'll be the first to know. Good. Let us know whenever you finally defeat your dad in the Yu-Gi-Oh deal. Yeah, still so... still waiting for that day. Oh yeah, Tristan. So is... Tristan, oh, yeah, just, he's like all self-sacrificing, and he wants a tank, so he picks a weaker monster, Cyber Commander, which I think he was in. 
he used in like the battle battle uh, kingdom. Yeah, that sounds right. Duelist kingdom. He like got turned into it that one time. Yeah, I don't want to gloss over how after Serenity like mistakenly puts her card in attack mode, Tristan is like reassuring and is like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine. You're natural." And Duke Duke just thinks to himself, "A natural disaster." He's good. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so let's see. Um, let's see. The next card I have written down is someone plays the thirteenth grave. I think that's Duke. Uh, so I have. Uh, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I have a Yu-Gi-Oh please. question. Yeah, about cards. You can attack the same turn you play a monster. Uh, it's hard to explain. I know, right? And you, you can, can just play as many magic cards as you want. This game is fucking nonsense. I, I, I mean, think the only rule is I've played Yu-Gi-Oh like once. Uh, and you, I, the thing that I think caps you is you can only play one monster per turn. That's like your only limit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Eddie, I'll a few take episodes it. ago, um, Taya played a card that allowed her to take a dark magician card from a nearby player's deck and play it. Oh, we love it. <laughs> so that's just kind of what we're working I'm going to break that out at tournaments and just fucking steal Dark Magician from some someone else playing the game. We were what? discussing they how it. it would work in tournament in play, and I've decided that like if you can reach it, you can fucking have it. <laughs> the meta revolves around Yu-Gi-Oh players with a fucking 16-foot wingspan <laughs> because they're able to just snatch Dark Magicians. <laughs> Let's see. I believe Nesbitt plays a card called Gigatef. Wolf, which is some uh, blade wolf shit with wings. I do love to see the wolf. Sick robot wolf. Love it. I really like that he has, like, tiny wings. Uh, <laughs> we get another shot of, like, Yugi, Joey, and Taya, and Taya's like, or Joey's, like, hearing Serenity and starting to run ahead. He's, like, really worried that she's gonna get fucked over from this. Uh, let's see. Back, back in the duel, they're really bad at this. And Nesbitt does, like, a special thing with his deck master called Final Artillery, where he gives up a bunch of uh, machine cards, and they all get, like, damaged from it. And I think he gets a... No, that's it. Um, I think he also gets to play a card face down, but I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie, I don't have any more notes until we flash back to the Kaiba Bros. Um, I did write down for this part when he just started playing a bunch of shit. I was like, I hope Dan has this written down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Serenity does her thing we mentioned earlier where she puts a card in attack mode by accident. So, like, Tristan, like, tries to save her by using block attack. But, uh, but Nesbitt counters with Roroko Field. Uh, wastes Tristan's move. And then we get uh, Kaiba and Mokuba wandering through a desert. Yeah, um, you know, um, I just, I really love to see, get to see Kaiba in his, like, skyscraper penthouse villain chair purple coat yeah. just, like, spinning around and being like, yes, Nesbitt, you will dis disarm this facility. And it's practice. It's praxis. Yeah. Thank you, Kaiba. He I says he's gonna... Oh, yeah, in the, go ahead. In the dub, Nesbitt goes, you can't do this to my lab, and Kaiba says, watch what you say, it's my lab, and then the smash cut, damn, blowing it the fuck up. I love it so much. It's so... God, imagine. Just... <laughs> That's so good. I just... What if, like, when they, like, abandon a blockbuster or something, they just, like... <laughs> 
blew it the fuck up. You have to blow it up in front of the previous owner's eyes. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The C, the, the vice president of the company has to come and watch it get blown up. <laughs> Papa John has to come and watch all his stores get blown up. Hey, dude, check this shit out. <laughs> also, uh, we're making card games now. Do you like it? <laughs> Pizza is a thing of the past. Pizza's producers. Kai- Kaiba calls uh, the calls the uh, lab a sweatshop. Uh, he's probably just saying that to, be- to make it sound bad because he probably is fine with sweatshops. Yeah, I don't he know. absolutely would be. Deal discs are made in sweatshops. I mean, we all know this. Noah spent some time gloating in his gamer chair. Ugh, I love his gamer chair. I love his little boy shorts. Honestly, just getting to see him doing his like monologue about whatever highlight of my the episode for me um and that's saying something so we go back to the duel and duke who is the only one here who actually knows how to play the damn game uh summons yoranzo puts a card face down uh nesbit summons his first like really big card which is machine king uh which uh gives and he plays some other thing where he gets more attack points and since Tristan has a machine card out, he gets attack points from Tristan's card. Uh, we get, uh, we, uh, he says females again. And oh, I haven't been keeping track of the female count. We're up to four. <laughs> oh, bing, bing. Good. I've got a better idea than a ding, but let's yeah. save that for later. Um, Sorry, edit out my pings and add a ding. No, no, you can, I don't wanna... you can keep, <laughs> I know what I'll do. Uh, Thank you. Tristan continues to tank for Serenity. Uh, there's a card called... Uh, Nesbitt uses a card called Card of Sanctity, where everyone like gets more cards, and he says, Think of it as recharging your batteries to refresh the game. Mm-hmm. I, okay, dude. Uh, he's, so you like robots. He's taking the metaphor a little far. Mm-hmm. Nesbitt thinks he's a robot, and that's great. Uh, he uses a card called Final Artillery... Uh, well, no, he does the final artillery thing again, so he damages them some more. Uh, let's see. Serenity uses, uh, Lady Panther, and I think Tristan summons Command Angel? I don't know. Uh. Oh, is that the, like, cool little, like, soldier woman with wings? I liked to see her. I think so. And then there's Dark Assailant. Uh, basically, they all summon monsters in defense mode, so they don't get fucked over again when they summon more cards. I, we cannot gloss over Tristan saying, You go, girl, when Serenity summons Lady Panther. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Hate to hear it. Uh, so then Nesbit fucks them over some more with a card called Backup Soldier. Uh, lets him bring back three cards. He does final artillery again, damaging them some more. Does a move called Clockwork Knight, which turns them all into machines, so he gets more attack points for Machine King. And Machine King, gotta hear you sing. Sorry, I couldn't hold it in anymore. Then they're like, well, it's a good thing we put our cards in defense mode, otherwise he could really fuck us over. So then he does a card called Short Circuit, which puts all the cards into attack mode. He says female again. Ding, ding. Uh, Tristan uses his deck, 
So Tristan just like, like before ne- before Nesbitt can like fuck over Serenity and like destroy her, uh, he somehow counters and like he gets his deckmaster out. He gets shot in the chest with a rocket. He loses finally, and and he finally. he admits that yeah. At, oh wait, no, S. this is an S. This is definitely yes. an S. Uh, Spit. So Tristan finally admits to Serenity that he actually really sucks at dual monsters, and he was lying to make himself sound good, which you know, step in the right direction. Uh, yeah, I don't think he does oh, he that. Doesn't? In this he doesn't. He doesn't even. Um, oh, what does he say? Oh my god! It does he, yeah? He says, um, "So." Uh, in the last three minutes, uh, Tristan he says, "I I never taught uh, Joey how to duel actually, and then I'm now I'm gonna fall in lava and die. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Yeah, he does that. And I'm doing it for for uh, Serenity for the noble, the he, noble Joey sister. He is Goodbye. literally he's such a friend zone guy. He like." He really sees himself as the fucking, like, marine guy shielding the sleeping person from bullets. <laughs> oh my god, he does! <laughs> Except the thing is, I feel like, me personally, I'm the person just standing off screen just, like, chucking knives at Honda, because yes. that seems fun It's all of right us off screen, and we're um, throwing trading cards at, at Tristan. As a dub watcher, I can, uh... I can firmly, firmly and comfortably say that for me, the meme is me sleeping. Uh, the knives are horny shit, and the soldier is a forked <laughs> stub, and this is so sad. <sighs> that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode, right? Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Like Honda dies, I am saved finally. Honda dies, and uh, that's been Pot Agreed, everybody. Bye. He did yeah. it. Uh, okay. We did it. Uh, okay. Oh, can we please talk about some video games? I yes. know so bad. Queens of Games! So, uh, yeah. Eddie, do you want to go first as our guest? Uh, sure. Uh, I have, as many people, unfortunately, who follow me know, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Uh, mm-hmm. it's fucking good. Uh, the, it's the expansion that, it's Shadowbringers is the last expansion just came out, and it's easily one of the best Final Fantasy games I have played, and I've played a bunch of them. Hmm. Uh, I, I, my character is King Bedtime. He was a large man, and then I drank a magic juice that lets you change races, and I turned him into a big cat man. Hmm. And uh, then I found out that uh, since cat men were recently patched in and they can't wear hats, I said, I'm not having this shit, and I turned him into a, a dragon, uh, a lithe dragon Good boy, call. and I hmm. can wear hats again. Hmm. And uh, I've, I've been playing as a dragoon, which is a, a person who wears a. Uh, big spiky armor and they jump up very high in the air and you fall off the stage all the time and die and everyone likes it when you do that uh because it, it, they like to win so you get to benefit you do very high damage and then you do you say i'm going to do a cool flip and you fall off the raid arena and mm. no one yells at you 
Uh, and that's my experience. This is, I'm finally at the end game stage of like an MMO and it's good and I like it. Hmm. Uh, and I know World of Warcraft Classic came out and that seems terrible because original WoW, I played it, bad game. You should play yeah. Final Fantasy instead. And you get to name your guys funny shit, so. Yeah. Uh, turns out that, uh, that, uh, just, uh, some nostalgic, uh, Gen Xers who remember a good game were wrong. Uh, as for Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, I really need to get back on that. I just hate the idea of paying a subscription, because it, in my, in my, uh, lizard brain, that reads as, buy a new game every month. Uh, well, the good thing is, here's how I, how I rationalize it, is it's basically the only game I've been playing for the past, like, four months, other than mm. uh, Fire Emblem when it came out, and yeah. also they add, like, genuinely new shit every, like, two weeks, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'd rather just pay it up front and get something good later than be, like, nickel and dimed for a cool hat. Hmm. Okay. Uh, should I go next? Uh... Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so I haven't actually played any video games this week, but I decided to cheat a bit and go with a game that I played like a month ago and wanted to talk about, but then I played a different game and decided to talk about that instead. Uh, so, anyways, I played, uh, a month ago, I played a game called 60 Parsecs. Uh, it's a sequel to a game called 60 Seconds. The basic premise is... It's the 50s, and mutually assured destruction has has uh, finally taken place. You are on a space station. There is a missile headed for the space station. You have to. You have 60 seconds to collect as many supplies as you can, as many crewmates as you can within that time limit, and then you jump into your escape pod. And from there, you just have to survive in the vast depths of space until you reach. A planet, and then when you reach the planet, you have to do an end game or do the plot stuff until you get an end game scenario. Ooh. And this is fun. I'm just I'm already stressed out at the concept. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's it, it's an interesting game. Uh, it's a bit more streamlined and a bit easier than the first game. Uh, I it's fun. It's kind of goofy. Uh, you're you're like. It's, I think that it does a, it's done a lot to make the game easier to understand and more fun and more accessible, but I do also uh, regret that, like, it doesn't have as much, like, tension, well, monotonous tension that 60 Seconds had, where you're just, you have no idea what's going to happen and you're just hoping you make it to the next day. Like, I liked that tension, and it, it's not as pr present as it was in in the first game. But I like it a lot. Uh, there's, like, they also did, like, some stuff to make it, give it more replayability. Like, there are different plans planets you can land on in each run. There are different endgame scenarios. There's a variety of crew members. You can't take them all, so you can do one run with certain members and do another one with other members. Oh my god, wait, some of the things that you have to salvage in the 30 seconds are like human people, and if you don't take them, then the rest die? Yes, in fact, in 60 parsecs, you can't save them all. Uh -huh. You can only save, you can only take three of them with you, and there's like six people total, including yourself. Oh 
I'm so stressed. <laughs> um, That's all I have to say about it. Uh, Elliot, you have anything? Uh, um, <coughs> yeah. yeah. Just one second. I'm closing the dark tab that I've um, been in. Um, all I wanted to... <laughs> Should I go over which which Fire Emblem characters I would and wouldn't fuck? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, cool. Hmm. Um. Then I need. <laughs> then you guys riff for two minutes while I finish looking at all of them. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll I'll take the time to read a Pokemon. Okay. Uh, generate me a Pokemon. Have we? No, we have not done. Hell yes. There he is. Oh uh, shit. It's my boy. Hey, we got. Hey, we rolled good this time. Hey, uh, hey, I. This boy. This boy has a fucking high ponytail. Uh, and a sick squat and a sick. You know what? Flying press. If Holuch is in the next game, flying press needs to be buffed to hell because it should just destroy everything. Hmm. The fact that it's two types and doesn't so it means it gets no bonuses. Garbage. Get it out of here. It's always it should be always be a critical hit because it's his finishing move. Next, hire me, Game Freak. Hmm. Uh, I'm looking. Sorry, I'm reading the description here. It says it overwhelms opponents with quick moves, but sometimes it showboats for too long when it's using a special move and gets itself into a pinch. This is the most relatable thing I've seen in my entire life. Uh this I. He's got a high ponytail. He's got sick wings, and a large chest. I'm giving this Pokemon a four point five out of five. Hmm. Which may be the highest I've ever rated a Pokemon. Wow. Uh, Elliot, you yeah, ready? Yeah, I am. The color palette. Alright, all right, I only know who, like, half of these characters are from uh, everybody on my Twitter being obsessed with it. But I just kind of, like, flipped through most of the main characters, I think. And, uh... Wait, Elliot, you've not actually played... This is... I've never you're... played a Fire... This is all through Osmosis. Fire Emblem game, my guy. I have never played a one. You should. This wow. is this is uh, as as a Fire Emblem expert, this is the best one. Okay, so. I don't I've have, also never I played a Fire Emblem game. Machine is the thing. Oh no, the gamers! Oh, the gamers yeah, lament. Gamer, I can't afford a the switch. The gamers lament. Um, but I do here have. Um, I'm gonna just like blow through them really quick. I have five tiers. Uh, first ones are absolutely not in a million years, and they are Hubert and Lawrence because I don't like to look at them. Great, great choices so yeah. far. Also, uh, this these ones are uh, most likely wouldn't, which are. Uh, I want to specify. I fucking hope these are all adults. I'm so sorry. Anime's mistake. They, they you start the game and they're students, but then later there's like a five year time skip, and they're all. I think the youngest character is like 19 at that point. Okay. Alright. So. Um, this one is. They found a way. wouldn't. Lindhart, Bernadetta, Ash, Annette, Raphael, Ignado. I can't read my own handwriting. Seteth, Flane. Ignatz. Ignatz. Uh, that's a Z. That's not an O. <laughs> okay. Well. Mid tier Ferdinand, Casper, Mercedes, Ingrid, Marianne. Uh. Mm-hmm. Second tier is, uh, probably Wood. Edelgard. Uh, hey. Nobody ever gave me an explanation of how to pronounce Dimitri's friend. Bodyguard. Dudu. Dudu. I asked on Twitter and I got a bunch of fucking nonsense. Happy, answers. happy, happy Dudu's day. Dudu's day again? No problem. Hem, Felix, <laughs> Lysithia, Hilda, and Leonie, and then my I got a tear 
which is Dorothea, Petra, Dimitri, Sylvain, Claude, Manuela, Catherine, Shamir. I'm predictable. Those are my takes. Don't at me. All right. Hmm. I don't... I know jack shit about Fire Emblem, so okay. Uh, well, I'll say, as a, a man of mystery and someone whose web presence is notably um, unhorny, I will say that the two characters, I had did two playthroughs, and both of uh, my wives were in tier two, so okay. I'll take that as, um, I'm, as a success. I'm the most predictable person on Earth, and just through osmosis, Sylvain is my favorite character, because he, I've liked every... It, you give me a piece of media with a, like playboy who secretly hates himself and i'm like just shoveling it in my mouth with my hands like an animal i didn't play through the route of his uh like his class route but i know that so there's a mechanic where whichever like you can you choose a class and you lead them but you can recruit other students to your class based on like they're like oh well i'm a magic user so if you're good at magic i'll join your class um sylvain if you play as um woman byleth he will always join your class immediately. <laughs> God, I hate so, him so much. I can't not hmm. fuck him. No prerequisites, just woman. And he's like, yes, I'm in. I'm about to give Sylvain a gay crisis. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, uh, let's move on to the next let's. episode. Mechanical Madness, part two. Aw, oh, then we gotta. Oh, I don't wanna. <laughs> Oh, shit. Sid Joan Trinity Attack, episode 107. Cool. Uh, uh, okay, let's let's stay positive. Let's stay positive. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. I can do this. Uh, <laughs> because I watched the better version. Um, anyways. Yeah! Dub crew! Uh, <sighs> Joey, Joey... We start the episode with Joey continuing to run for Serenity... And we cut to Serenity, who is freaking the fuck out because she's blaming herself for Tristan dying. Uh, Serenity's too good for her, for him, and yeah, and like a man, like a man died, and therefore she's incapacitated. She can't do anything because she's upset, and she's a girl, and she has emotions, and therefore she's weak because she has emotions, and her emotions suffer from women everybody. on top. Um, what happens next? Uh, mm. let's see. Nesbitt calls her a female. And... Bing. And, uh, uses... Uh, let's see. Serenity skips her turn. And Duke decides to, uh, use his cards. Uh... Okay, now the episode is good because Duke turns... <laughs> he just switches from being dual monsters and Duke is like, nah, bitch. It's kind of like that, uh... I don't know if you've seen that meme where they're playing, you know, and then someone's like, why did you play my game-changing card of the Blue-Eyes White Dragon? He just does that, but he turns dual monsters into dungeon dice monsters and it's good now. This I have good now. a lore question. Yes. Are these Big Five, are they like a rival video game company or something? Uh, the Big Five worked for Kaiba Corp. Uh, Duke Devlin has, like, this... He, he has, created like, Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yeah. Yes. The Big Five all worked uh, for Kaiba and then got trapped in a... Then tried to overthrow his company and failed and got trapped in a video game. When I duel uh, Duke Devlin, a creator of Dungeon Dice Monsters, and I give my opponents a free reign of what cards to choose and i have ultimate power over this virtual world i would simply leave in the cards that transform uh dual monsters into a dice game it's my, my choice, choice. Uh, i want to know 
I want to know what kind of deal he struck up, like, uh, like to get it into the official like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Because <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, <laughs> it's because it seemed to me like. You remember in, like, the end of season one or whatever, when Duke had his whole backstory about how he, like, tried really hard to get Dungeon Dice Monsters to be a real game and, like, sent all the game plans to Pegasus, and Pegasus really liked the game, but then, like, that didn't happen because of... Good idea when you have an invention, by the way, just send it for free. Yeah. Yeah, so, but the thing is, he didn't really, like, he didn't know about the dice card before finding it in the thing, so it kind of seems like... Pegasus just plagiarized Duke's game design and put it in Jill Monsters, and it also seems that Duke Devlin is totally fine about this, and in fact is rather hype about it. Yeah, this is why you don't do spec work. <laughs> Duke uh, Devlin needs to unionize. I mean, I if I was a game designer, I would love to be plagiarized against without the microbats what plagiarized means. Yeah, I love Catalyst Game Labs. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so they just start rolling dice, and the dice determine the strength of their monster, which like determines who wins and stuff. I think that's what happens. I wasn't really. Yeah, that attention. pretty much is what happens. Uh, let's see. Duke rolls a six. He gets more. He gets like double attack points on his card, Orgoth the Relentless, which he used in Dungeon Dice Monsters episode. Uh, Nesbitt rolls a one, so I think he skips his turn. And he's like, are you making these up as you go? And Duke <laughs> says, read the rule book, knowing full well that he won't. I bet Duke is just making this up, and he's like, this dude's not gonna check. Like, if you were fighting the lawyer from last episode, he'd be fucked. Because <laughs> hmm. uh, he would whip out the rule book. Yeah. Oh, I do want to point out, uh, this, the in the sub, uh, whenever their the dice roll and the strength change it does say offensive strength in english uh it did minus in this, uh, 1000 well, yeah it said yeah just so so we know yeah i just thought i just thought it was neat that it says it in english uh i think like the dub uses like a whole different like hud for dual monsters uh what hud it instead of Dan, what's a hud heads up display they, uh, uh, Dan, what's a heads-up display? <laughs> How it looks. Okay, thank you, Eddie. <laughs> they put in their own... They just, like, layered over the... The, uh... Attack point, life point thing with their own thing. It's... I pr- oh, yeah. Uh... I, 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 they, they couldn't possibly have any kind of Japanese text on the screen or else the poor American children I feel would be like terrified. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the sub, it was kind of like a bronzish yellow... Like yeah, placard. Yeah. I feel like in the dub it's purple and yellow. Mm-hmm. It's like okay. blue and yellow. Okay. I think with like cool swirls on it. Okay, yeah. N- can't have it. Has to be in English. It has to say life yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, in English letters. Yeah. At some point, we cut back to Kaiba and Mokuba doing their forty days wandering through the desert, being tempted by Noah to. I don't know what happened to Jesus. I can't continue this. <laughs> Where are uh... neither of our Catholic hosts are on today? <laughs> to help just when we needed them i should just like go over like the important parts of the rest of this basically uh they do more dice rolling and it seems like bullshit and they just sort of go with it 
Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, the flashback. So, Kaiba is ordering Nesbitt to build a dueling tower on top of the remains of the Alcatraz weapons plant now destroyed. And this then becomes Nesbitt Man's entire motivation because I'm not quite sure why. It's very stupid motivation. Does anyone know any more about this? Uh, Nesbitt spent months developing games tech and he hated every moment of it. Uh, so he just hates gamers. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to build war machines, not be a dev for war machine. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thank you, Dan. Um. Uh, so, so like Duke like does some begging to Serenity for her to play, and finally like Serenity starts remembering. He utilizes the magic of friendship. Yeah, like. Serenity remembers, like, how Joey, like, stood with her, and she'll, like, how she inspired Joey, and Joey inspires her, etc., etc. Joey shows up at this point, doesn't he? Yeah. uh, Like, he runs out of the cave into the deal pit, and just yells, Shizuka! Which I love to see. Then then she looks over at him, and there's just, like, twinkling sound effect. Yeah. Yes! It does, like... It does a weird thing where, like, she turns her head at him three times. It plays it three times. Very strange. They never, like, as far as I can remember, they, like, never do that kind of shot again. This is before we had high definition slow motion. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about y'all, but that happens to me every time I look at Joey Wheeler. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I am roommates with my brother, so it would be a real pain in the ass if that happened every time I saw him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, they find out that Tristan lost Joey wants to like duel in his place but he's not allowed so he just decides to cheer on Serenity instead oh, I have the quote do you uh, what's the it's quote very, it's very very cute Joey is like encouraging Serenity and he's like I'm gonna be your guardian angel way up here in the rafters go get him sis and Joey Wheeler's good to me Aww. That's genuinely it, it, nice. You yeah. do genuinely. I, I was genuinely here for a laugh, mate. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, you having a laugh, mate? <laughs> we get a flashback of like Tristan teaching some very basic rules to Serenity, like the few that he actually knows. Not not what attack and defense mode mean, though. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh. Marie. Well, maybe he did say it, but she had her bandages on, so she couldn't like see the card orientation. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like uh, Serenity, like summons Marie, the fa- the fallen one. Uh, then, like her card talks, her deckmaster talks to her and tells her that she can like do a free fusion. So she fuses them with another monster on the field to get a card called Saint Joan. Sword lesbian. <laughs> I love mm. Saint Joan. They they t- finally they named good <laughs> yes it's Joan Sorry. of Arc but they named her Saint Joan uh, yeah it's Joan of Arc it's copyright hmm. yeah um, copyright Kaiba Corp fucking... couldn't get the Joan of Arc license so <laughs> yeah I think the I think um, the Yu-Gi-Oh writers they write the duel first and then like when they're writing out how the duel's gonna go if they get stuck at one point. They're like, okay, well, this is what the deckmaster's ability is going to be. 
They just like write. They just like write it in to do whatever it needs to do when they when they like write themselves into a corner. This drove me fucking wild because uh, I feel like you can't just fuse with whatever. And then uh, Tristan's dead, but they can use the card he left behind. Mm-hmm. So fucking Duke Devlin's like, I'm gonna discard two cards to activate his card. Like what? The- you can just do anything if you say it confidently enough. Yeah, uh, and when he does it, uh... Is that not how you I mean, play card cubes? The but, then, it, it, but then, he he, he didn't read the script, I apologize, I should have watched the episode. <laughs> uh, but it was relatable, I, I actually unfortunately related to the, the Big Five Man, because I know the experience of, like, totally outplaying your opponent, and then they just win on some bullshit. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. it, it happens sometimes, that's how it card games are. Like that. Let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on the plus side, we did get to see Duke Devlin's cool ninja doing a bunch of Naruto hands. He did become yeah. Duke Devlin become Naruto, and then he did the, the jitsus to win the card game. Yeah, it fucking ruled. That's so sick. Uh, so first he turned it into Dungeon Dice Monsters, and then he turned this anime into Naruto, and that's just his par of transmigration. Yeah. It's good. Uh, so anyways, this card called Rare Metal Soul is activated, I. Don't remember what it does specifically, but the important thing is uh, Joan of Arcs and uh, and uh, Nesbitt's deckmaster are tied in attack points, so they attack each other, and that kills that kills uh, Nesbitt's card. Oh fuck! We never mentioned that Nesbitt turned into a cool mech. He did uh, turn into a robot. Yeah. Uh, he said, I'm bringing this boy out onto hey, the field. Hey, you guys, I'm dumb as fuck, and even though I've listened to words and deeds, um, is a Metal Gear a giant robot? Yes, uh, okay. a Metal yeah. Gear okay, is a mech. Cool, cool, cool. You pilot it from inside. You mean a Metal Gear? It's... Metal Gear. Huh. Yeah. Dungeon it's... Dice huh. Monsters. It... That's right, Snake. The only really important thing about the mech's design <laughs> that isn't mentioned... Well, never mind. Uh... Metal Gears have two legs but no arms. Anyways, uh, I'm sorry about they that. Uh, so, yeah, they do have feet. They do feet. got feet. And sometimes they roar like dinosaurs for no reason. It's Metal Gear got feet. It's yeah. to intimidate your opponent. Ah! It's to intimidate your opponent into starting a nuclear war. <laughs> into defecting to the Soviet uh, Union. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't help being a Gemini. Yeah, so... So, like, St. Joan and, uh, and, uh, Nesbitt attack each other, Nesbitt gets destroyed, which means that because his deckmaster died, he automatically loses. So, like, but his, like, last words are like, yeah, well, fuck you, I still got Tristan, and I can probably get his body wherever it is. Uh. He's burning in hell. <laughs> Finally. Hmm. As he deserves. I mean, that's Tristan's digital body. Tristan's real body is probably sitting somewhere, uh, maybe stuffed in a pot or something. Uh, the, the key point is, like, Serenity, like, blames herself for Tristan losing, which sucks. Uh, Tristan isn't coming back, and they have to find Tristan's mind to get him back. And then we get a final shot. A funny monkey. And Tristan's voice saying... Where am I? I'm Monkey! Detroit become Tristan. <laughs> Detroit become Monkey. He's Monkey. Uh, I might have been critical of these two episodes, but 
the uh like next time on Yu-Gi-Oh dueling time. Uh I believe I saw Kaiba uh in a sword battle. You so did, I might buddy. have to dip into that and see how that goes. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is going to rule. I, you don't get Hmm. Uh Yeah, so that's the end of the episode. So why don't made it. here so let's do a post so post show, post recap segment. Uh, this week, what are we doing? Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World. So, for this week's Beyond Toon World, I. Decided to go with uh, Serenity's English voice actor, Lisa Ortiz. I had some trouble because I wasn't sure if we did this one or not, but I don't think so. So, let's uh, get started. Uh, Lisa Ortiz, born December 11th, 1974, uh, is a voice actress, a voice director for English dubs. Uh, I'm getting this off Bulbapedia, which... Which, as it turns out through all my research, is a more reliable source of information <laughs> on voice actors than Wikipedia. Thanks, uh, oh, like Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia is detailed to a fault. <laughs> so, When humanity crumbles from global warming, Bulbapedia will remain as a soft font of all knowledge. Y'all, okay, Bulbapedia, good. Have y'all ever seen the Warrior Cats wiki? Hmm... <laughs> No, uh, yeah, tell us about um, Italian. Well, it, it's so bad. It, this is so dumb for an audio medium, but they. I'll have to find a picture. They'll describe the cat's appearances and have a citation after every word in the sentence. <laughs> oh, that so rules. Good, dude. I, ha- I have seen insane. that, actually. Okay. I feel like if I. If I search for the Warrior Cats Wikipedia, it's like opening a font of forbidden knowledge. And like unthinkable horrors will I just have, <laughs> consume I've my brain. All, I've read every single Warriors book that's currently out, so you know that's just like how I'm living. Hmm. So You're basically, you are <laughs> exactly. You're living your best it's life. You know, Elliot. Uh, yeah. Tell us more about Lisa Ortiz. Lisa, yes. Thank uh, you. Lisa Ortiz first became interested in voice acting. When one of her brothers took her car and she had to go search for it. Uh, an employee from Central Park... Classic Joey behavior. An employee from Central Park Media, like, joined her in the search. He mentioned that the company he was working for was searching for voice actors. So she decided later to audition. And she got the role of Deedlet in Record of Lodos War, which is probably... Which is a very, like, famous anime. Uh, she later joined... The original Pokemon cast. Uh, let's see. Quick skim. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to like quickly skim to see some of these roles. So some of these uh, classic Pokemon roles include like Trainers of the Week. Uh, uh, let's see. There, Sabrina from the Kanto Gym. Uh, sh- her looks like her most longest and most recurring role for Pokemon voice work is... Uh, Ashes Oshawott. Uh, let's see. She she was in like a whole lot of 
anime and during the like late 90s and early 2000s uh she was shiori in revolutionary girl revolutionary girl utena uh I were. let's see she was she was uh let's see she was tony chopper or tony tony chopper uh let's see I just I think my favorite thing about her is that she went out one day to look for a car and find a job in voice acting instead. Yeah. Uh it's beautiful. Poetry. Let's see. Some other big let's see, the only let's see, she's uh I Aino I don't know how that's pronounced. I Aino in Aria, the Aria series of animes. Uh she's Damn, they made a series of animes about Aria? Uh. She was uh during the time when like they were using four kids actors. She was Amy Rose from Sonic the, in the Sonic the Hedgehog games, uh, and nowadays she still appears in like some other some stuff. Like her most recent role is like in an Aria OVA and being Ashwa in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, but mostly, I think she does vo- voice direction. Um, Good for her. Yeah, that's. Oh, she's also bilingual. And uh, let me check hmm. the... And... Yeah. Uh, oh, and of course, I cannot forget this with the poor kid's voice actor. Ever. Uh, she was in Ratatouille. As... <laughs> oh, no. As, uh, let's see. Um, when will Ratatouille stop haunting me? What is that? Yeah. Uh, Ratatouille... Was oh, no. was a CG film by Video Burkendo that was a very very much intended as a ripoff of Ratatouille. It's like forty minutes long. It's tedious. It's ugly. It's hilariously bad. And she played a character in it named Carol, who is a mouse lady who has boobs and hair. Uh, I feel like Ratatouille was mentioned in like the our fucking second episode, like the fucking first time that you did Beyond Hoon World. Yeah, uh, Ratatouille was involved. Uh, can I read out some questions? We have quite a few. Oh yeah, uh, let's do some questions. Uh, this first one might actually be to my personal Tumblr because it concerns the wheel of time, and it just says land casting thoughts. They're very good. He's hot. That's end of question. Um, and then our. First actual question is, can Tristan is robot for forever, please? It would be an improvement to his character. I would, I say... I just want him to I'm be monkey. I'm gonna say what I said earlier, and I say we just replace him with Sans Undertale. I mean, in digital world, you can be anything you want. If it's yeah, like Matrix yeah, rules, sure. so... Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh... Uh, next question is from Jake, which says, "Robots are freaking rod. What's your favorite favorite robot media?" Hmm. Iron Giant. Hmm. I'm trying to decide. There's so much robot media. Uh, I mean, I am kind of thinking Pacific Rim because Pacific Rim did gift the phrase "drift compatible" to the English language, yeah, which is very useful. Very, yeah. God, I got a huge like, cultural really impact. Think. Yeah. Y- y'all remember Megas XLR? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> That's gonna be I my answer. I fucking do. Hmm. There's just I can't decide. Um. Why don't I go with? Let's see. What's something with really good robot? I'm gonna go with uh, Fallout New Vegas because all of the robots in that game are the best characters. Uh, 
It's just a fact of the game. They're all the best. That's true. Yes Man, mm. Prim Slim, Fisto, uh, the list goes on. How do we feel about Data Star Trek? I've watched some Star Trek. He's pretty good. Is he a cyborg? I think he's an android. I also think he has sex appeal. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sexy. I've never seen a Star Trek. I've also, I've never seen an episode of Next Generation, but I still think he has sex appeal. Mm. Uh, Anonymous said to Pot of Greed, What does famous misogynist incel class traitor Tristan Taylor's YouTube rant sona look like? What does your rant sona look like? Mm. Um, Tristan, it's it's one of those. It's like an extreme close up of his face yelling, and then in like a big impact font, it says, "I tried to save a girl and fell into lava?" Question mark exclamation <laughs> point like that. I that's think, the thumbnail. I I spent some time thinking about this. I don't think Tristan is the one who uses like a drawn rant sona. I think he's one of the ones who like records himself trying to look cool and maybe drinking during it. Uh, oh yeah, he's got like a like fucking drink in a fancy glass, and he's all like, oh, "I'm drinking like a seven hop flavors hazel." This, and then it's just like then does his rant and tries to be cool, and he's just oh, I hate him so much. Also, his drink is he either never consumes his drink or it's a mocktail, one or the other. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's um, let's see. Uh, my Ransona. Oof. I I mean, I have a fursona, so I guess it would look like that, but worse. <laughs> I mean, the thing I'm probably going to be ranting about is, like, vaguely costume-related stuff, so it's probably just, like, I don't know, like, a dress, but empty. Fucking, I don't know. Um, Sorry for the cop-out, but I don't have one, because I never get mad and I'm always normal, so hmm. I have nothing to complain about. I've been incredibly mad for the last hour and it's hurting me physically. <laughs> I'm just thinking um, about the alternate universe where I'm a terrible person. <laughs> no, I don't want to think about that. No. <laughs> Couldn't be me. No. No. <laughs> that that okay. was my bad. I was. Uh, so, I, uh, I, I fucked something up on my end on that one. Okay. I was just trying to tell you guys before I got all fucked up, I don't know what a rant sona means or is. <laughs> oh, it's like one of those alt-right YouTubers who who puts up a video of them complaining about something. Sometimes it's cartoons, sometimes it's politics, sometimes it's cartoons and politics. Uh, or politics and cartoons. <laughs> the only two things! The, the channel is always called, like, the Crusader of Logic oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um... Well, I'd be complaining probably just about, like, anime. I'd be complaining about anime. Hmm. I I don't don't, don't have a good answer. (laughs) The mere thought of it. Because I don't. (laughs) Okay. Alright, All right. I'll read out the next question, uh, which is just anonymous says, I like that this season has gone back to the show's roots and thrown all of the game's rules down the toilet for the sake of compelling storytelling, like Robot Monkey Tristan. Where do you hope that this new Yu-Gi-Oh arc will boldly go to? Hey, nice Star Trek reference. Uh, uh, we're Drift Compatible, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I hope that this new Yu-Gi-Oh arc will boldly 
go away. Boom. Sorry. Got him. I, I hope. I don't. I hope that Tristan is a monkey for the rest of the anime. Just like, you know, until like the end, like season five kind of shit. Like, you know, how great would it be if we go to the end game? We go to fucking. You know, we're going to Egypt. What if we go to Egypt and he's still a monkey? That would be good. Yeah. Be so I good. Think it would be very funny yeah. if Nesbitt just took Tristan's body and the rest of the series was just like they're hanging with Nesbitt now. But but he acts like he's like, what's up? I'm the new Tristan. <laughs> it's me, normal Tristan. <laughs> yeah, no, Eddie, you have no idea how this arc ends, though. So you give us your best. What do you think is going to happen? I don't, but I heard I heard they go to Egypt. Uh, does someone uh, at, at what are the Egyptian god cards in play? Like, are they involved here? Yeah. Not like right now, but does someone back. become? Okay, does someone become an Egyptian god card? Uh, like transform into one. Uh, I don't remember. If that sounds so. just stupid, I can't shit. remember. I've never watched. This is okay, as far that's as where I've I would ever watched. That's as far. Um, that's where I would expect it to. That's my bold prediction: is that someone will become fucking uh Ra become obelisk. or whatever. Yeah. All right. Oh okay. wait. Okay. I, well, wait. I mean, we'll I'm see how you're. What? Yeah, mm. double champion. Yeah. So, uh, I, so I did. I did become an Egyptian <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some nerfs. Some nerfs in your future. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, why? I, you kill two guys. <laughs> you kill. You kill two guys back to back in one night, and then you have to lower Elliot the Tormentor's power stat from ten. Oh. <laughs> Just because you accidentally kill your like dear friend and teammate. <laughs> Just because my tag team partner died by my I'm hand in a in the tormentor guts. involved incident. Yeah, uh, the uh, Shadow Run power bomb was uh, deployed in a kinetic fashion, upon which uh, Rito Cherion received the uh, brunt of the force on his back and. Uh, his life essence left him, and the match uh, had to be ended. And he watched the rest point. of the match, um, hanging up in heaven with the Judeo-Christian God, and everybody loved it. They all clapped. With, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, next question is anonymous as to Pot of Greed. We all know what the seven millennium items are, but what are the seven millennial items? Uh, I can't believe we've never had this question before. It's so phone, good. because we always be on them. Um... Yep. Uh, Tide pods. Let's see. Avocado toast. Low bank balance. Depression. Depression. Pokemon creatures. Just, just seven of your favorite Pokemon creatures. Yeah, they—that's the new Pokemon thing. You get to have seven on your team instead of six. I let a Heracross, a Heracross's ancient soul inhabits my body and then I become large. <laughs> and I'm better at card games. That's how it be. Also like a fidget spinner or something. Did we even oh, get to seven? Um, I wasn't counting. I can't count. We got, we got there. Just, I mean, just seven Heracrosses. That's, that's them. Right, seven friends. <laughs> um, and they're all perfect. They are. And one yeah, Alolan right. Raichu. Uh, our final... Tumblr question, which I don't really want to dwell on because I'm mad enough as it is, but it just says, what's your worst experience with mansplaining? I'm good. I'll pass. Um, and mine does, in fact, 
involve card games, which probably explains why I hated this episode so much. Huh. And that's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm... I'm... Eh, I'm demi-male, so I don't think I... I don't think I've ever experienced it myself. Yeah, I've... never. No, no experience for me. Gonna pass on this one. <laughs> Mine is pro- <laughs> nothing to complain about. Sometimes I worry I might have delivered it unintentionally because I like to explain things to people. But every time you've explained stuff on this podcast, we have specifically asked, and you. it's because mm. we, and it we've said and it is please, Dad, we are morons, and we need you to yeah. pull this together. Okay. Um. Let's see. Mine is probably. Oh yeah, I was on a. <laughs> I was on a. I. This isn't even mansplaining. No, yeah, it is. I was um. I, I was in law, not law school. I was in paralegal school, and um, I was in like a mock jury, and somebody, this dude next to me, was explaining the function of a jury. I was like, we are in school. We are wow. in school, my friend, to be in the law. We are sitting on a jury together. I don't know if you heard about this shit, but allow me to explain. <laughs> yeah, okay, but we have to decide whether the defendant is guilty or not guilty. Uh, anyway. Wow. Uh, I'm fine so now to that I, <laughs> good. Luckily, now that I'm a man, that's never going to happen. That's, no one's ever going to do that to me again. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, do you want to read off the two that we got from Frizzy on the Discord server? Um, yeah, this is from Frizzy. Shout out to Ray from Juniversity. Shout out to Juniversity. I'm going to be on it. Uh, who asked us, uh, questions. Uh, number first question, what is objectively the worst card game and what is the best one? Mm. The worst card game is Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. I said it. Right. Mm. It's yeah, also kind of the best one in some ways. Actually, so I feel like if we're doing tier tier list style, uh, okay. card games okay. where you get like uh like blind packs are always worse. Like that's a knock against them because you can't get the cards you want. Uh, but also, Cards Against Humanity is terrible, so I'm gonna have to <laughs> go against that. Go on that side and say it's pretty. It's pretty bad. Uh. I said I said in the chat earlier that Pokemon is the worst one, and it's just because um, I never, when I was little and collecting them, I never had enough colorless energy cards to actually, like, uh, use any moves. The, the only time I actually played the Pokemon card game was the fucking Pokemon trading card game, Game Boy game. Hell yeah. And that's because you didn't have to pay real money. You bought the, you bought the and game and you could it. get the cards. And you got all the cards now. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the best one? Do any of us know enough about card games to say? Uh, I think it's it's just like tarot cards because hmm. it's not a game. It's just cool aesthetic. Okay. All card games where you have to actually game are the worst it's, card. It's game. not. It's not a game. It's real fucking life. So I've heard exactly. I've heard Netrunner's really good, but I've never played it. Honestly, um, I'm a big fan. Hot take. Gimme. It's bad. I'm an actual like real fan <clears throat> of Solitaire. I like to play Solitaire. I do genuinely just enjoy going to a party and just playing some normal ass card games with normal ass cards. You know, they've got the little diamonds and shit on them. Oh, yeah. That's lit. Y'all heard of Texas Hold'em Poker? Best card game. It's a pretty fucking good game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Hey, they, I mean, they invented cards like a thousand years ago, and they got something right, because they're still around. Hmm. Okay. Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's just like uh, that, but they're all... I've just remembered... Yeah. Also, with with a with a standard deck of cards, you can do like tricks, and you could be like, "Ah, I found your card." The the you know, Ace of Clubs, the Blue Eyes White Dragon. But you can't be like, ah, "I found your card." Lodge in the mystical genie of the lamp. Like you can't pull that shit. Um, I forgot. The cops were after me. <laughs> okay, I forgot that. Uh, Slay the Spire. Uh, that's a good game. Who? Slay the Spire. It's a video game. That's designed oh, cool. like a card game. It's good. Oh wait, Hearthstone. Uh, Hearthstone okay. is fun, except uh, I'm really bad at it. Okay. I got. A, I got. To, uh, not, not to brag. I got up to like rank five in Hearthstone when I played it. So uh, pretty good Hearthstone. And then they started putting out a new expansion every month, and I said, I can't deal with this shit, Blizzard. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's the last time I like uh, uh, play a Blizzard product. Mm. Yeah, my final card game take is that Magic Gathering is good because the drawings are hot and everything else about it is bad because it's hard and I don't understand I know it. jack uh, shit about it. I know the drawings are really cool and basically every, like, this is like a competitive card game, basically has taken shit from Magic as far as I know. So it's gotta be good. Yeah, I only I play it for the aesthetic mm-hmm. and no other reason. That, um, I Yeah. Uh, the second question from Ray is, what kind of robot would you be if you were a robot? What are the kinds of robots? I'd be the, the wolf from this episode, the sick wolf with the wings. That's me. Hmm. There's a lot of cool robots. Hmm. How are the robots in Detroit become human? Gonna... Are they cool? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I feel like, I, I don't know, if, if I was just like one day a wizard cursed me and said you're becoming a robot now i would turn into like a knockoff roomba or something like i feel like that's what my soul is but if i had to choose i'd be i don't know much about transformers but you get to be like a a fucking corvette and a fighting robot so i'm gonna tip my furry hat and say uh i would want to become like there are certain fursuiters out there who have like cool like who have, like, this whole robot aesthetic going on, and they have, like, cool LCD things uh, over their uh, masks. Ooh. Those are cool. Oh, I want to yeah. be one of those. I, f- I I look up to those fursuits a lot, just costume-wise. I aspire to that. So, going with okay. Eddie's, uh, um, what he said, I think in my soul, I would be one of those, like... I would be a little, like, battery wind-up toy. Like, you wind it, and it just, like, walks across the counter, and then it falls over. Like, hmm. that's that, that's what kind of robot I would be in my soul. But if I could pick one, um, I would be... I'd be... I'd be a mechanical bull. I think it would be sick. Oh, cool. Hell yes. Hell yeah! And then, right. you know what? We can cut this uh, if it's too horny, but then you know that video of the girl who's riding the mechanical bull backwards? <laughs> and she's, like, really, really good at it. Oh. It's my Oh, dream. wow. Oh, I never mm-hmm. saw this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Uh, okay. That's a good role yeah. to be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> backwards, That's huh? That's <laughs> all our questions. Well, so, see you later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> 
Eddie, where <laughs> yes. can we find you? Uh, I am Squizpillion on Twitter, and I do um, po- podcasts with my best friend and my worst enemy, Brooks. And right now we're doing Fun Point, which is a music podcast. Every two weeks we talk about a new album. And we're also doing Five Grams of Iron, uh, which is a uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood rewatch podcast. Which I will be so on. So you can check those out. That's it. That's what we got now. If you want, yeah, we're we we okay. will um, after Brooks get, kind of knows who fucking Roy Mustang is. We'll start having guests on. <laughs> I and we can open wait that. We can start booking guys. that. Oh my god, to experience it for the first time. I've seen it before. Rick's has them. Yeah, I know. I've just this is I my. Know, idea. I'm so jealous. I'm just, <laughs> I just wanted to watch it again. And I said, so "Hey, let's let's do content." I know it's great. All right. Oh, uh, sorry. I, yeah, I need to go to bed, so I'm going to say my name now. My name is Sarah. McCostumes. Where can we find you? Find me there. Art Sarah McCostumes. Okay. Um, and also, you can find me in bed in right. five minutes. All right. Um, thank you. Good night. Uh, I'm, Good night. I'm Dan. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson was a zero. You can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, I'm looking forward to a few days from now uh, when it's September 21st. Yes. Um, God, me too. It's autumn? time you know the 21st night of september you remember mm-hmm. that's autumn right you remember night right of september ah september okay right. i'm here uh don't sorry. let us don't let us down demi yeah uh i'm elliot uh oh, and uh are you done yes no sorry um i'm elliot you can I'm find done. me on twitter at card lawyers uh you can also Find me at your local Cowboy Jacks, watching the Mechanical Bull and praying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you can find the podcast at Pod of Greedcast on Twitter, podofgreed.tumblr.com. Go to kaiba.online for a fun time. Eddie. Yeah. Will you read something for me? Oh, sure. Would you read us out with this beautiful poetry from Hideo Kojima? Hideo, my boy, <laughs> my my problematic fave. He is all, all right. Of our um, problematic faves. So he he t- uh, this is something um, esteemed uh, video game director auteur Hideo Kojima tweeted about uh, one of his uh, celebrity friends who's in his video game. Uh, drenched meds, bloody meds, titan meds, tear and eyes meds, smoking meds, drinking hard meds, wearing glasses meds, naked meds in freeze, dancing meds, running meds, meds covered in blood, meds tied, smoking meds, <laughs> said that one already, variations with meds eyes, meds with glasses, singing meds, and meds in battle dress. Alright. I set my. I'm sorry, I'm trying to play Careless Whisper, but I'm too tired. Hang on. <laughs> I, st- I place my dice face down and end my podcast. Okay, that sounds bad, okay. Sarah. That's enough of that. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna do I a hard. I set my flute face down and. Yeah, All right, pass good night, Sarah. Alright. Good night. Thank you.
Hit me with that. <laughs> Yo, DJ, run that shit back. <laughs> yes. I'm feeling it. I'm putting this in the post credit, in the post no! outro. Our segment.